Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Pastor Frank greeting you in the name of the Lord and just so happy that you've tuned in and are listening and hoping that you're understanding these, this group of 10 programs. Uh, I've already done uh, five. This is number six. We're looking at the life of St. Paul in the book of Philippians and we are trying to understand who, you know, who do we want to be in the light of his um, exhortation to imitate him as he imitates Christ. And so we've looked at the need to be confident and knowing that, that God is the one who will bring that good work to completion, to be sold out to it, to have the Lord's mind, his thoughts on what we're doing, to not complain and to be willing to sacrifice. And today we're going to go a little bit deeper. We keep going deeper and deeper. And we're going to deal with pride today and the way St. Paul dealt with it, you know, will help us understand because it's easy sometimes to be caught up in into it. Some good work that you're doing, everybody's looking at you and you're speaking, oh, great sermon, Pastor. Wow, boy. Oh, wow, wow, wow. And, and I'm telling you, it can cause, you know, someone to get puffed up, but I never wanted that. I want God to be pleased. So let us read our scripture from the book of Philippians chapter uh, three, starting with verse four and then seven and eight. He says, though I might also have confidence in the flesh, if any other man thinks that he has whereof, he might trust in the flesh. I more. I, God has had to deal with me about trusting in my flesh um, over these 45 years. And I, I want to lean on the Holy Spirit. He goes on to say in verse seven and eight, but what things were gained to me, those I count as loss for Christ. Yes, doubtless, I count them all loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Jesus Christ, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and do count them but dung that I may win Christ. Now that is very powerful, that statement. It, it's very, very powerful especially if we look at it in the light of Isaiah 14, 12 through uh, 15. Because when Lucifer, the beautiful angel Lucifer, and he had pipes on his body and he, he had all kinds of abilities. I mean, he was, he was called the, the morning star, the star of the morning. I mean, until sin was found in him. And it talks there about how he said, I will, I'll do this, I'll ascend. I'll, all the times, all the I references. Instead of allowing God to be glorified and praised and to magnify him even more, he turned into an ugly worm. And at the end of that passage, Isaiah 14, I'm not going to read it, but I will paraphrase it. And in verses 12 through 15, he says, Is this the worm that caused all the trouble in the world? In the end, he's nothing but a, a little worm, not even a serpent. And I want to tell you something. If you take the glory instead of giving God the glory, you have a strong risk of, of shriveling up and dying. I've seen it. I've seen people carry those big monster Bibles to Bible studies, loving God and praise God, hallelujah, praise God, praise God, hallelujah, praise God. And then they're not serving God anymore because maybe they got a little puffed up and thought they were the ones doing all the ministry. No, you've got to guard your heart. You've got to be like Paul. And he said, I count everything but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ. Now, this doesn't sell good because people want to hear prosperity messages that you're going to, you know, get rich quick or, you know, I'm not knocking prosperity. I believe God blesses us. But when you own it 
instead of saying, it's mine to give away. God, God just wants me to be a steward of the blessing, to, to learn how to give it away. Then, you know, you've got the right attitude. But it's easy for the love of money to enter in, which is the root of all evil. I'm just using that as an example. I mean, it might be something else, like your beauty. Maybe you are physically attractive, and, and you get puffed up because people tell you how beautiful you are. And then all of a sudden, that's more important than counting it loss. And God forbid someone sees you without your makeup on, you know, or whatever. No, no, no. That's all, that all has to be like rubbish, he says, or like dung. You can't take the pride of life in and still be a sold-out believer for God. You can't serve God and mammon. You'll have to choose one or the other. And there's this song called, Let It Go, Let It Go, Let It Go. Sometimes you have to let that go. This society is filled with, you know, commercials and materialism, and you cannot live life without this product. Yes, you can, (laughs) because you've got Christ, and you've got God, and you've got the divine commission operating in you, telling you what to do. And you don't have to be better than the Joneses. You can just go and love the Joneses and rejoice that they're blessed. And it's like you rejoice with those who rejoice. I want to tell you something. This is a tough one because, uh, you know, we all want to, I don't know, really like make our mark in, in society. But look at the mark that Paul left. We're still reading his letters 2,000 years later. He's still challenging us. He's still calling us on. And the biggest thing I learned was that in imitating him or thinking about him, that it's possible. And I would say it is, it is, it is what it is. He, he was used more in death after he was gone that we're reading his stuff 2,000 years later, and they've read it for 2,000 years, than while he was alive. Now, that's humbling. And I know of other people that their ministry exploded after their death. I talked about Oswald Chambers last week, and, and he, he never wrote a book while he was alive. It was, uh, I think, his daughter who had taken notes and put all his sermons into books, and, and I'm reading his devotional every night. God uses us more beyond us. David said, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. With my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness to all generations. The only way he was able to make known the mercy of God was by us reading his story, not by him personally doing it. I know this is deep, maybe hard to understand. Maybe you've got to go back and listen again and again. But God can use you even if you're dead. So don't take pride in what your flesh can do. Rejoice in what God is doing and imitate Paul as he imitates Christ. You see, he counted all but rubbish that he would win Christ, that he would give Christ to the nations for, for all eternity. Oh, man. Wow. Let me pray for you. Father, give wisdom and insight to the listening audience that they will understand this precept of the great importance of counting the things of this life as loss for the excellency of the knowledge of God, knowing that you'll bless this life and the life that remains for them that will go on after them. In Jesus' name, amen. This is deep, but boy, it's good stuff. Oh, I love it. Oh, thank you for tuning in. Send me a line, frankjulian5 at gmail.com. Tune in next week as we continue this important series. Bye for now.